0: Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We are so glad that you've decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. This sermon was recorded on Sunday, August first, twenty twenty-one, and released on Sunday, August fifteenth, twenty twenty-one. This week's message is titled "What's in Your Heart," and the scripture references Matthew chapter twenty-three, verse twenty-seven, First Peter chapter two, verse one, and Romans chapter twelve, verses twenty through twenty-one. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon.
1: God's way works. Won't you listen, everybody? God's way works. It happens every time. God's way works. Won't you listen everybody? Won't Won't you try it God's way? God's way works. Just look what happened when they did it God's way under Pharaoh. Moses told the king of Egypt, let my people go. God told Moses, stretch out your hand. The sea divided, there was dry land. Look what happened when they did it God's way and the Pharaoh. Uh-huh. God's way works, won't you listen, everybody? God's way works, it happens every time. God's way works, won't you listen, everybody? Won't you try it God's way, God's way word. Just look what happened when they did it God's way at Jericho. They marched outside the wall, shouting praises to the Lord. God told Joshua if he believed he would see a miracle. Oh, look what happened when they did it God's way at Jericho. God's Way Works Won't you listen everybody God's Way Works It happens every time God's Way Works Won't you listen everybody Won't you try it God's Way God's Way Works God's Way Works Won't you listen everybody God's Way Works It happens every time. God's way works. Won't you listen, everybody? Won't you try it God's way? God's way works. God's way works. Won't you listen, everybody? God's way works. Well, it happens every time. God's way works. Won't you listen, everybody? Won't you try it God's way, God's way works? Won't you try it God's way? Won't you try it God's way? Won't you try it God's way, God's way works? It does.
2: What's in your heart today? Our text will be in Matthew 23, verse number 27. These are the words of Jesus when he said, Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites! For ye are like unto a whited sepulchres, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones, and of all uncleanness. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in prayer at this time, Father, asking you to be with me as I bring your word. We pray, Lord, that if, that if any heart needs to be touched today, that will be happened. We ask all this in your precious name. Amen. You know, Jesus, he can be pretty blunt. And when he gives the, this statement to the scribes and the Pharisees, calling them hypocrites and telling them that their tomb is all pretty, looks like it's been painted white, all shiny, but the inside's just full of dead man's bones and it stinks. So that's, that's the story that Jesus is telling them today. I'm sure that most of you have heard this Capital One advertisement on TV that ends with the question, what's in your wallet? Well, my sermon today is what's in your heart? Many people make professions of faith in their lifetime. And but yet we see no change in their life. And Jesus did not like a fake or false portrayal of your life. He was talking to the scribes and Pharisees in our text, and he called them hypocrites. So when we are saved, there should be changes made in your life. Let's look at some of the changes Jesus expects. If we turn with me to 1 Peter chapter 2, we're going to read verse number 1. This is Peter talking to the new converts at this time. It says, wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings. First of all, notice that Peter said that we need to get rid of all malice. Now, I know they didn't use exactly the same language back in them days that we do now. So that's the reason why I looked up some of these definitions. Malice means active ill will, a wish to hurt or make suffer. Inst- intent to commit an act which will result in harm to another person without justification. In other words, a person that has malice in their heart, they really hate somebody else. They really hate with all their heart. And this hate that some people have in their heart is simply a sin, folks. Hate will destroy you, and it'll hurt your own testimony. And once you have made Jesus your Lord and Savior, things are supposed to change. You're supposed to be a different person. First of all, we are commanded to love everyone. Now, I know that everyone is not easy to love. That's unfortunately true. But this is where we need the help of the Holy Spirit living within our heart. So then if we pray with the Lord to help us with our loving our neighbor's, then we can then obey God's commandment to love everyone, even the unlovable. All of us are hurt or done wrong in times of our life. and Here's what the Bible tells us we're supposed to do. In Romans 12, 20, it says, Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. If he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. The next verse tells us to overcome evil with good. If anyone has malice in their heart, folks, let the Lord help you get it out of your heart today. Then the next part of the verse told us that we need to get rid of guile. Well, that definition reads like this. Crafty deceit, sly, tricks, cunning. If a person uses guile to get something they don't deserve, it's a sin in God's eyes. No Christian that professes Jesus as their Savior should be guilty of using guile to get anything. I'll be very truthful. When I read that definition of guile, I automatically thought of politicians. Fits them, don't it? No offense, but Leo. <laughs> He's a good guy. He's a city councilman. <laughs> I'm referring to primarily about congressional representatives and senators. You know how it was set up originally when our Constitution went into effect? And we had our first president elected, George Washington. And we had uh, congressmen and senators elected. But they only went to Washington for a short period of time each year. They had Maybe 30, 60 days, something like our state legislature does now. And they would take care of the country's business and then go on home. Originally, these congressmen and senators uh, were primarily Osmanola. Most of these people were farmers, clergy, or businessmen. So, and, and they didn't do anything for money, folks. They were lucky if they even got their expenses paid. Uh, but after taking care of business in Washington, they would go home to their farm, church, or business and continue living their life. But along the way... These fine representatives were replaced with lawyers by using guile on the American people. Now, I say lawyers because 95% of all congresspeople are lawyers. Now, most politicians retire from Washington as millionaires. I do not understand, and I know none of you can explain it to me. Well, I know how to do it, but uh, they they go there on this little salary that's n- nothing compared to what their cost of living is in Washington, but then they get all this under-the-table money from all the lobbyists, and they walk out a millionaire. So I, I just wish these politicians would leave their guile out of their life and just serve the people they represent that's all we want them to do is represent us and what we believe in and i do appreciate our local city county city and county and state representatives here in this area that serve the people because they love the people they love our town and they love our county and they're willing to do everything they can to fight for us They deserve our thanks. Anyone who professes their faith in Christ should not be guilty of using guile to get anything that they want. Then it tells us to get rid of hypocrisies. The definition of hypocrisies is actually very simple. It is pretending to be very good or religious. It is pretending to be what one is not. That's a pretty simple definition of being a hypocrite. We need real workers in God's army, folks, not fakes. Unfortunately, this is found many times in our large churches. Many businessmen, they go to these large churches because they like to rub shoulders with other rich people. And you can tell by the size of their offering on Sunday morning if they won their poker game on Saturday night. These hypocrites in churches might fool the people, but they are not fooling God. At the first church I was at here in Crossbad, one of these greater-than-thou-art-Christians men told me he wished we would quit bringing all of these kids in on the bus. It was uh, one of these kids, we sang happy birthday today, came in on the bus. I told him that we were in the business of winning souls, not keeping them away from church. And then at a business meeting once, another self-righteous gentleman said, he didn't like us spending money, get this, on bubble gum, to get a kid to come to church. I guess that in that way, I'm a lot like Jesus. I'm certainly not pure like Jesus. But I do hate hypocrites. People just don't care for them. When you give your life to Jesus, just be who you are, folks. Not what you want people to think you are. Just be who you are. And love everybody and love Jesus. Then it tells us to get rid of our envies. The best term to describe envies is jealousy. Jealousy has destroyed so many marriages throughout the years. In reality, jealousy is generally just a lack of trust. They don't trust each other. In a church, jealousy or lack of trust is generally aimed at those that are in leadership roles. A jealous person will wonder if money is being spent right. Or decisions made best for the church. I can guarantee you folks, if you come to any of our business meetings, you'll know where every penny goes. And it is not any of it ever spent foolishly. Envious person might not think a job is being done right, but would never be willing to volunteer to do the job themselves. I am so happy that as far as I know, we have no envious people at Happy Valley. Everyone appears, we are blessed tremendously since I've been your pastor. People have a heart to love and people have a heart to work. Uh, When I become pastor of this church, it was like taking a vacation. I loved it, and I still do. I have never heard a crossword spoken at any of our business meetings, and we have such a beautiful harmony here where we love one another. It's something for you to be proud of, and I certainly am. Then we need to get rid of evil speakings. The tongue is one of the most lethal weapons known to mankind. I have seen evil words cause another person to commit suicide. It was in my high school when I was a kid there. A girl laughed at this boy when he asked her out for a date. He went home and hung himself. You don't know what your words may hurt somebody. We always need to taste your word. Evil speakings can run a person away from church forever. A foul tongue can split a church wide open. God's word has many, many scriptures that warns us of an evil tongue. We all need to be very careful of what we say. And I'm pointing my finger at myself. We need to taste our words so that we do not hurt someone else. And then please, never be a gossip. You say, well, I don't gossip. I just tell the truth. And it may be. But you know, as you tell the truth to one person and it's told to another person and it's told to another person, before you know it, it's not even what started out to be. Totally different. So please do not be a gossip. When information is passed, it gets distorted. My dear mama used to say, if you can't say something good about someone, don't say anything at all. (laughs) That's a good advice to still live by today. So I ask you the question today, What's in your heart? What's in your heart? I hope that our membership, the people I'm preaching to this morning, and by the way, it's a beautiful audience, packed out nearly. I hope that you don't have any of these faults in your heart. But if you do, you need to get rid of them and get realize that they're sins. If you do have a problem with any of these sins, take care of it today, folks. Ask Jesus to forgive you of your sin that might be hurting you or hurting the church. Then daily fellowship with the Holy Spirit to keep you from going back to that old sin. Because it's a natural thing to do. If you had a fault in, in say, like, for instance, gospel, well, if you said, I'm going to quit gospel. Well, if you don't pray and ask Jesus to help you every day, before you know it, you'll be right back into it. So you got to call upon Jesus. We need to all pray to Jesus, create in me a clean heart. And that's what we need to have. I am so proud of Happy Valley Baptist Church. We are a very loving church body. We have a great harmony of spirit. We have really, really hard workers. We have a work day. We have 20, 25 people show up. Fantastic. And I want you to know, Vicki and I love you very much. And being your pastor is a true honor and a blessing from the Lord. Even if you don't like my jokes. (laughs) Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we end our service. Dear Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to bring your message today. We pray, Lord, that if anybody needed this message to touch their heart, that they would take care of it today, once and for all. Anybody needs a church home looking for one, we'd be happy. We'd be very happy to have join our fellowship here. Lord, we pray now for our invitation time. Touch hearts. In your precious name I pray, amen.
0: I hope that you've enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash HVBCNM. That is facebook.com slash HVBCNM as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. If you would like to receive text alerts to your phone with announcements and prayer requests, You can send a text to 81010 with at HVBCNM in the body of the text. If you have any trouble with getting signed up, please ask for help from Christina or Dan. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m., and Sunday morning services start at 10.45 a.m. We now offer the option to listen to the sermon during Sunday morning services over your CARS FM radio. Thank you, and God bless.